you're going to have to uh, forgive me. I'm just going yeah, to take my inhaler. Live exclusive. He's going off football next week as well. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, dear. Oh, that's better. There we go. On two mics. That one's working now, I believe. We are live. Te- I can't do technology. No. Four weeks in, I still cannot do it. We're getting there, though. We're getting there. We're getting there. Little by yeah. little. People don't know, because we edit it so smoothly. Yeah, nice. That has been nice, isn't it? Because there's a lot of shit to cut. <laughs> <laughs> there's a tremendous amount of crap. A tremendous amount of crap. Do you know, um, I, I saw on um, iTunes we've been actually labelled as um, containing no strong language which I'm convinced is not true of the previous episodes. Really? Oh, that's quite good, though. I might try and watch myself. No strong language, really. Yeah. I'm definitely, definitely swore in the last episode. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice of him. Oh, we should get a swear jar or something. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because it should be it should be PG. It should be nice, you know. Yeah. It's a nice family, middle, hood podcast, isn't it? Mm. Um, although I am planning on swearing in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a filthy mouth. Um, so, have you brought anything... With you this week, Shrevens? Um, I have. This is an old peculiar. Oh, I see. Oh, actually, where's that from? Uh, North North Yorkshire. North Yorkshire. So it's yeah, got yeah, old peculiar, old and it's peculiar. called a legendary ale. Oh, and and it's got a bloke praying on the front, which looks a bit odd. But um, well, preach it. I'm gonna give this one a go this week. There's your bottle opener, uh, sir. Uh, hoping it'll be. More of a nice drink than a rethink. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. So like it. because actually, I I think I've enjoyed every week so far. Oh, you've oh. got something with a pool yeah, cap. Yeah, I know with Look a pool cap. Really, really good bit of um, good of invention. That no need for the faff of a bottle opener. Look, Look well, this. when I was with you the other day, you were showing off how you can um, pop bottles open via other bottles via your phone via everything other than uh, a conventional bottle opener. Yes. That is one of the coolest things I've ever learned to do. That's Germany, mate. That's pretty much all I learned. Where, where I did not <laughs> learn German, I did learn to open a beer. What on earth is that? that is not, that's not a beer. My pull cap includes this week. It's a Smirnoff soda, Blackberry and Yuzu, Alcapop. That looks crap. Mate, it smells so sweet. That looks like jelly. That looks mm. horrible. That is a, a sweet tingle. Oh, I can't wait to get You've that You've spoken down in the shot. past about 4%. Pathetic. 4%. That's nice. Though. I've got four, though. Honestly, it was three quid for four. You bought four with you? Four. Yeah, oh, my good. Oh, mm. my God. Mm. I turn off the podcast now. This is going to go... You're really chucking that back as well. Oh, that's so drinkable. <laughs> that's what you look for in a drink. That's drinkable. so drinkable. Oh, I love that. If only it was more socially acceptable. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's uh, brewed by... I found it. It's brewed by Thinkston. Thinkston I'm assuming Brewery. not Jamie Thinkston, the uh, ex-DJ. <laughs> and instead, someone that can instead actually... Instead, someone that hopefully can brew. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's in line drinkable? with... Drinkable? Yeah, drinkable. It's in line with the, the Peaky Blinders one I had, I think. I see, seem uh, to keep going for, like, quite stuff that strong. looks really old. Yeah, strong. Um, I'll tell you what as well. I need a drink because I've just started uh, this new job. Ah, yes, of course. Town. And you know what? I've I've only gone and done. You know, last week how we spoke about um, tr- trying to make good impressions at work. So our good friend who signed up for Tough Mudder. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seem to have fallen into a... Oh, a, no. Not a Tough Mudder trap. That would not be me. You've only been there a week? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, this happened first half an hour. Christ. 
Josh, do you like football? And you know that thing where you try and you try and fit in with someone. So I tried to like exaggerate how much I played football. So it was, yeah, at yeah. least once a week. Me, yeah. truth be told, sometimes play with my dad. He was a heck of a player, might I add. Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, not thinking this would lead anywhere, just wanting to fit in. Okay, great. We'll get you signed up to our five-a-side league. Oh my gosh. Five-a-side work, work, work league with co- all colleagues within departmental. Oh, departmental league. And it's one of these offices where it's open, so you can see everyone in the office. And I'm, I'm scared. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm Do they look like worried. some footballers there? Are there some fit uh, men lying around? Well, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, yeah, no, I'm really not looking forward to it. I mean, thankfully, the first set of games. Um, I've had quite a chesty cough, so I got out of that one. <laughs> that was the oh friendly. Classic three. Yeah. <laughs> that was the friendly. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've fallen into that trap already. So, not a great start for me. You it. know, I just can't do that. I mm. can't. I don't know what it is with me in football. I get nervous, mate. You'll be fine. You'll be fine, Shreve. I've seen you play. You, you can play. You can certainly play. It'll be nice, friendly, making some friends. You haven't got yourself into any... Uh, Sticky situations this week, such as that, have you? Yes, I have. Yeah, this was awful, actually. Basically, I've been for a night out. Revs, you know, local Beaconsfield. Horrible night, horrible <laughs> night. Um, one of the only revs in the UK you have to pay for to get in, my time. Is it? Yeah, one of the only ones. I didn't know that. Ten quid entry on a Saturday for a revs. Breaks my heart. Um, so I went in there, and honestly, hand on heart, I was pretty sober. Mm. I've gone in there, and... Basically, you know, I had a good night. Woke up the next day, had to go and play golf. So, you know, went back home, get on my golf stuff, zip out. Zipping down the motorway. About half an hour, maybe 40 minutes into my journey, little dinger goes off, think, pull in for some petrol. Lovely, mm-hmm. let's be fine, let's be smooth. Fill up the tank, 42 quid, done, tops, bam. Get in there, get my card out to pay, look in the wallet, no card there. No card there whatsoever. Realised must have lost it in revs the night before. How 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 have you got this far and only just realised that? Never checked. I check my wallet before I go out every day. Never every card holder. Never check my wallet. Not even once. Got in there, realised. Oh bollocks! I've got no means of paying you whatsoever. Gone back to the car, sat in the car, thinking, what What am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? Meanwhile, man on the tannoy, going, uh, man in white Volkswagen, you must pay for your petrol. <laughs> Honestly, must have said about three times. I'm there, he- like head in hands, just going, "Oh God, please, what's happening here?" Comes, knocks on my windows, like, "What are you, what are you doing? You got to pay for your petrol?" I was like, "Mate, I've lost my car." Sorry, were you just sat in the car? I was sat in the car trying to work out what to do. <laughs> um, so, I've called home. Sister's pick- picked up the phone. I've gone. You all right? She went, "Yeah." What, what do you want? I went, well, "Is is mum in?" She was like, "She's just gone for a nap." I was like, "Oh my God." <laughs> You might have to wake her. Um, she goes, oh, God, what have you done? So here mum's sort of rustling in the background. What the hell does he want? Like, all, all this guy, I'm thinking, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Explain her the situation on the phone. <laughs> She's hung up brutally and driven 40 minutes down the motorway to come and pay for my petrol with her card. Just about to get back in the car to go. And I've gone, mum, I'm playing um, 
two rounds of golf over the next two days are going to need about eighty quid actually to <laughs> to to get um to get through these next couple of rounds. She doesn't even look at me. hands hands me the card. I get the money out from the cash point. Uh, give her the card and not don't see her for two days. Don't even talk to her. I've never seen her that angry. Probably quite rightly, to be fair. Can I just say, yeah. what a woman. What I know. If you've listened to the past episodes, you're, you're getting a, a wonderful picture of Ben, a canvas. It's horrible. With spillages all over it. it, it I, just... you, you get yourself into a lot of these situations. No, it's a str- it is a stress. I will admit, it's a stressful like sort of existence for her. Um, <laughs> not knowing when the next sort of mishap's going to come. But yeah, lovely. She drove 40 minutes. It must have been 40 minutes there and back. So an hour and 20 minutes to just basically pay for my weekend. What a woman. You're going to have to uh, forgive me. I'm just going yeah, to take my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, here we Live go. Live exclusive. He's going off football next week as well. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, dear. Oh, that's better. Honestly, I thought I was going to choke halfway through your story. I was basically <laughs> pinching my nose to no, stop myself well. breathing. You did very well. did very well, sir. Well, oh. I need to mention one thing. There is something I need to mention, as we are both massive Arctic Monkeys fans. Oh, yeah. Their album obviously came out a couple of weeks ago now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. not only that, but we managed to get tickets for their uh, UK tour. We certainly did. Um, if you're someone else who's got one, well done. Very, very, well, quite dear. I mean, tickets are going up and up these days, aren't they? But the thing that I loved about them was they, they're completely shutting down on ticket touts. Yeah, completely. I hate ticket towns. Completely shutting down. No, they're doing absolutely awful. But still, have you seen still people are still trying to flog them off for like... Are they? Honestly, I've seen some ones on unmentioned sites, resale sites. Unmentioned the sites. The, little, the, the, the little, dark web. The twatty resale sites um, for upwards of like £1,000. Honestly, it's it's a joke. Well, Robbo. Joke. I have something to say, to present to those people that are still trying to flog off the blooming tickets. Are you dealing with them right here, right now? I'm dealing with them right here, right now, in the form of song, kind of. In light of Arctic Monkeys choosing to clamp down on ticket touts, rightly so, um, I've come up with some alternative songs for their set list and wanted to test them out on you. And uh, you never know, by September, this could make its way onto Alex Turner's desk. Probably won't. Very but uh, a, a short but sweet set list. Kicking off with, if you go there, beware. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah, get, yeah. Do you get we're doing this? Yeah. yeah. I, so I, instead I, of I if see. you were there, beware. If, if you, you go, go there, there, beware. Beware. A song which warns the harmless British public, such as ourselves, of purchasing these Arctic Monkeys tickets from an unknown source, only to be turned away from the O2 and suffer a miserable journey back <laughs> home on the Jubilee Line. A song I'd listen to, Shri. <laughs> well, thrilling lyrics, I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't quite penned those down yet. Uh, so we're kicking off with that. Then yeah, nice into opener. not selling that for 505. <laughs> As in 505. 505, so yeah, not selling pounds. that for 505. Yeah. A track that clearly addresses the extortionate numbers of sterling that Tounts are selling these tickets for. But yeah. no more. But no more. No more. Yeah, nice. Are you mine? That title stays the same. <laughs> that, that sounded very similar. I it, think you might have borrowed that off. This, yes. This Someone. is a self-explanatory track. It's uh, making sure that you ask your ticket before you go. Are you mine? Do you have my name on? Yes. Come through. Enjoy the gig. Next up, this is an interesting one. The ticket tout shouted, wow, 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 wow. Oh, <laughs> 
That is a loose one, obviously, from the song. Uh, the, what was the actual one called now? The I've Hellcat. been so engrossed the with Hell- this one. Yeah. The Hellcat Spangled Shalalala. To be honest, this version might be an improvement on the original. Yeah, um, crying tickets out, rightly so. Yeah. Don't worry, it's not many left. It's not a full <laughs> it's not, 23 track set list. Where's the encore? Not, I haven't got that much imagination. Uh, don't sit down because I've bought your chair. Nice. <laughs> this is a harrowing first person account of a ticket tout's past. But who is the real loser? For he sits at the back of the O2 in your chair. <laughs> oh, it's good, Shreve. It is good. From the ticket to the trouble. Loose, I will give you that. But this is just a general uproar against Ticket Towns. A riot track. A riot the track. one where you get in the mosh and you Heavy. A real first album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why'd you only buy me when I'm high? Okay, yeah, I this, think I know where this is going. This is the start of the encore, this track. Uh, oh, okay. It's a song from the actual paper tickets perspective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've got to look at it from his perspective sometimes. As, as people are their feeling. Well, exactly. Address the ticket. Because tickets, they're only bought when they're high in price and they're sold for an even heftier profit by the touts. <laughs> and then uh, finally, rounding off the set list, um, I don't advise Arctic Monkeys to do this with the song Brick by Brick, but I've gone with Prick by Prick and that <laughs> rounds Swear off. Jar. Swear with, jar. Swear oh, jar. That is the Arctic Monkeys ticket tout set list. Um, coming to you probably, probably never. Pro- yeah. Girl, you've almost finished that. That is so sweet. Three quid, though, with the sugar tax. That is <laughs> impressive. I was about to say, screw you, George Osborne, but I don't. He's nothing to do with politics anymore, I don't think. I don't is think it? so. This, this is definitely not a political podcast. No, no, <laughs> I'm not well versed in who's done the sugar tax, but whoever bloody done it is in trouble because. Honestly, that's my savings gone. Log in to Ticketmaster tomorrow. Tell Steve the package arrived. Water into the windscreen wiper washer thing. My dad recorded a voice note. Is this a new finding or is this something from the uh, from the bank? Um, this is new. But before we get on to that, actually, I want to address last week's because we had three, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah One of sh- which was about um, a pub quiz which yeah. I later found out was because my dad was looking for this pub quiz game that we've got in our house. We discussed our own abilities at pub quizzes last week, yeah. and um, his has been tested this week because at the weekend we actually played a pub quiz at home. Oh, okay. And there's something I want to run by you and everyone else which has made me quite angry with my father this week. So I'm in a team against him and there was a very simple question. The question was, what is a half of a half? Right, okay. Okay, so what would you... shout it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you go for? A half of a half. Right, I'm definitely going to get this right. Hang on. A half of a half. Don't do what my dad did. No, because I know the right answer. It's a half of a half is a quarter. 0.25. 0.25. You would be correct. Yeah. Answer I put down. My mum's a maths teacher. Beautiful. <laughs> there you go. My dad hand. is not. Uh, <laughs> he went, and he was adamant with this, 50%. And he was half so adamant that even... I looked it up, uh, everyone else was right, he still gave himself a point. Okay, so I can sort of see his theory here. I mean, it's wrong, but a heart... No, it is just wrong. No, it is, it's incredibly wrong. So what, is this... Led you to a, another voice note, or is this... The, well, no, thankfully the pub quiz ended the there. The pub quiz ended there. But we do have the return of another character who featured in the voice notes in episode two. Steve. 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 Steve is his name. Big Steve. And this 
is my dad recorded a voice note from this week. Catch up with Steve, check what time on his WhatsApp. Well, Steve's probably got the package now, <laughs> and he needs to make sure that everything's all right. I just... Uh, check what time on his WhatsApp. Is he spying on him? Is he like say what time he's last been online? I think so. Oh Basically, when God. I used to be at uni, my dad used to check on my WhatsApp when I was last on, just in case I died. He said, just I, just, I just wanted to check you're okay. Saw you were on at Sunday at 7.30 and assumed you were well. <laughs> Yes, I was. Yeah, I was perky, if anything. Yeah, Honestly, I've just found out how to turn them settings off. It's brilliant. Yeah, I know you have, because every time I try and contact you, I can't tell yeah. when you've bloody seen it. Dead to the world, perfect. Airplane mode. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Steve's back. I think Steve's visiting us this weekend, hopefully with package in hand. Catch up with Steve, check what time on his WhatsApp. I still just don't get why he feels the need I to I reckon record. Steve's blanking my dad. <laughs> Steve, Steve, I've seen you were on at 2.49 yesterday <laughs> and I sent a message on Tuesday. Does it, does What's it, going on? Does your dad, obviously he loves the voice recording so much, mm. is he a voice WhatsApper? We haven't tried that yet, actually. Maybe I'll slowly introduce that into our lives. Because he'd love it. He would love it. My dad's texts are so blunt, though. Yeah, they're yeah, very much like okay, full stop. Once you're alive, he he has no more need for you for that day. I love I love a family WhatsApp group because earlier I asked um, if I should eat at home or pick myself something up before I came back, yeah. and my mum just replied, "Over to you, Pete." <laughs> like the newsreader she is. And did he have uh, did he have all the knowledge of of what food was to come? Eat here, full stop. There is enough, full stop. <laughs> Do you know what my um my dad um has been doing progressively more and more over the last two years. You know when you you give your dad an inch and he takes a mile? You, you, you laugh once at one of his jokes and he goes, right, that's it, comedy genius, I'll use that for the rest of my days. Um, what he'll do is, um, I'll just get a text off him, yeah, once every four weeks, and he'll just say, Peas Pottage Services, Dyson Airblade. <laughs> <laughs> now this is your obsession with hand dryers. Hand dryers. To be fair, <laughs> I do love them myself. He has passed that down to me. But honestly, it'll, it, and he'll it'll send other ones like, uh, I don't know, it'll be like Cobham Services, oh, hand towel. Cobham's all right. Yeah, Cobham's nice, but okay, so maybe not Cobham. I think Cob- he's got a Greg's. It'll be like, yeah, <laughs> Cobham, Cobham's second best, only to Beaconsfield. Uh, the only services with a pub, of course. But yeah, no, he'll send, he'll send, yeah, he'll go, I don't know, did cut services, tissues, and you'll be like, and, and it'll just say, like, three out of ten stars. And you'll be like, oh, for God's sake. You, you know, you give him it, you go, you, you reply once with, ha, and ever since then, it's just constant, constant every time. I don't even reply, it's just one long line of toilet reviews. I need to add your dad on WhatsApp. <laughs> Please don't. Something that... Uh, I've been seeing more and more, maybe just noticing more and more over the past year since, as we've both already mentioned a number of times, we've had not very much to do this year uh, at times. So, you know, I've been scrolling through Instagram a lot and uh, and Twitter and stuff like that. And I've realised um, something that's very common at the moment is, you know, everyone seems to think they're some kind of motivator. <laughs> you know, some kind of like big motivational... Some, some people are good. Some people, great motivators, you know, you see these these like heart-wrenching speeches like you know the stuff from Spartacus and stuff like that where they you know get everyone up for it but um now it just seems every man and his dog thinks that you know you know what 
I'm going to take to Twitter today and I'm going to change some lives. <laughs> yeah. So I've just picked a, a couple up. I want to want to run by you. Okay. Um, okay, I'm, on, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already a, on the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. In a little... So, uh, uh, something that we could call um, Motivation Station. <laughs> right. The worst stop <laughs> yeah. ever, other than Chalfont and Latimer. Yeah. Is, it, is it closer to yeah, London on the Met Line or is it further away? It's, it's, it's near Slough. Oh, um, God. The next station is Motivation Station. Please mind the gap to eternal unhappiness. So, how, how would these make, make you feel? It's okay to be a glow stick. Sometimes, we need to break before we shine. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Do you know what? For original... Oh, I've never heard that. That is crap. Uh, just, like, but who... So my thing with it is, you know, sort of makes sense, but who's taking the time to think of these? Like, whoever thinks about being a glow stick? That is definitely not one of those which you find in, like, an inspirational book and you re-quote, is it? <laughs> Someone has understand. come up with that, they've looked around their room, they've gone, yeah. oh, there's a guitar there, there's a lamp there. Glow stick! Glow stick, bang! Glow. What can we do with that? Um, but it's clear, the people who are coming up with these are also doing nothing. They're, they're clearly spending their days trying to come up with new ways to motivate other people. Get out of bed and do something yourself. <laughs> um, right, here's another one. Now, this one would just make me feel really crap about myself. <laughs> see how you feel, see how you feel. <laughs> if someone is okay with losing you, they never really cared for you. <laughs> that? that is not motivation, is it? <laughs> that's, that's just like... Uh, they were okay with losing you because you've been a dick for the last three years. That, that sounds like what all your items, such as your credit card and your iPods, would say about you. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just like I don't like. It, it's just making you feel awful about yourself. What do you mean you haven't? You've never cared for me. I just, I'd read that. I wanted to cry um, when I read that. Um, so yeah, that's just a little stop at motivation station. Brilliant. Um, I feel ultimately like I'm stuck on the slow train and it's not moving because there's a red signal ahead. <laughs> I'm not motivated in the slightest. Next stop, Slough. Memoirs of a leaf blower. It's my favourite time of the podcast because this is the bit that makes me feel a little bit more sane, a little bit more normal and not confused, sorried by my past. <laughs> it's your turn to tell another story. Thank you. These are mounting up. When we did this in week one, I did not think this would be a running theme. Um, people have loved it um, for good and for bad. Mm. And here we are, week four, surely... You haven't got something else that's bad. I, I'm waiting for one week. It's going to be like a story of achievement. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's another mishap this week. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, back to the usual. Um, so I embarked on uh, basically a university ski trip in on my year abroad. And I could only go for sort of four-ish days. So I thought, you know, clever at first. I thought, save some money. Yeah, won't even pay to be on the uni trip. I'll just... Uh, I'll go and sleep on someone's floor. Brilliant. I thought, that's that's absolutely genius. So, get the plane over, go to stay with my mates. We get a bus up. Brilliant. For one, the plane over has already cost me 
about half of the trip anyway because they get this big package deal with like a bus and everything which is about you know 400 quid i've already paid about 200 quid on like plane plus bus get up there anyway manage to sneak into the hotel sleep on a floor Wait, I didn't even register this. You snuck into a hotel. So I snuck into the hotel and slept on my mate's floor, right? Um, which was a problem because I needed wristbands and stuff. So we had to sort of cleverly sneak me in each time. Stressful every time. And uh, then realised I also had to pay for my lift pass, which was another 200-odd quid. So I'd actually already paid more than the entire week's ski trip um, <laughs> without even getting uh, what's about to happen to me on the way back. Um, so, you know... Have three, four days of um, stressful but fun skiing. So I've got to basically embark on my journey towards Germany because I'm going to meet my family mm-hmm. in a town in Germany because we're going on another ski trip. That's why I had to go early. Mate, you never, ever stop, do um, you? What can you. I say? Cheers, mate. So I have to basically meet them in a town in Germany. So get the bus little transfer down to this place. Can't remember what it's called. I think it's like Moutier in France or something. Somewhere in France. And I've got to get a train to the German town of Freiburg, right? Lovely pronunciation. Yeah, thank you. That is the uh, Almost... first time, apart from uh, Kaiser Spetzler. Yeah, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're noting these down at home, you can learn German with Ben Robinson. Thank Although you. it will take you about two years to learn ten words. Yes, yes. But, you know, I'm, I'm putting it off almost so a year abroad or something so yeah it's going quite well um so yeah i have to go to the german town of freiburg first train i see as if by like magic it says uh, says the um the town of freiburg so i thought i thought yeah i'm sure sure that's spelt differently but in my head i just went that must be the french way of spelling it so i hopped on this train i'm absolutely hurtling towards the station and it says something like we'll be at freiburg in two hours so I got on the phone to my parents, I'm like, you'll never guess, I've absolutely smashed this, I'm going to be in Freeborg in two hours. They're like, oh, that seems quick. I went, eh, don't you worry, I'll get stuff done quickly, what can I say? Parents also, could I just say, should have probably pulled me up at that stage, but thought maybe, <laughs> may, maybe he has done something genius for once. Maybe he's got really early, got there, brilliant. Get to Freeborg, I'm sort of looking about and going, oh, I don't recognise this at all. I've been fireball loads because we always go there on our stop off to to skiing. And I was like, I, this I don't know anywhere here. I'm seeing sort of like French on the signs and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, nah, this isn't right, is it? So obviously, again, no 4G, nothing like that. Call my parents, and I'm like, uh, I'm in a place called Fribourg, and I'm sure this is wrong. So they then look up on their phones and discover that I'm in fact in Fribourg, Switzerland, <laughs> rather than, rather than Freiburg. Germany. And again, as is a running theme of these stories, uh, a rather costly amount of money. And I think it was about at least six, seven hours train um, to get me to (laughs) Freiburg in Germany. It was what I had to do. And I didn't get there till sort of, yeah, sort of midnight and missed out on, you know, we were meant to have a nice family meal, stuff like that. Missed all of that. Never a letdown to your family. Never, never. But yeah, that's just sort of just me going to the wrong country in that one. (laughs) That reminds me of the time I went interrailing with a couple of friends and we went from Amsterdam to Berlin. And if you've ever done the train journey, again, should be simple. Six hours, easy, doddle. What happened, though, was that um, a lot of Germany had got flooded and um, we couldn't quite work out where to go on the trains. So we ended up 
going round three quarters of Germany. Oh my god! And it took us something ludicrous, like twenty-three hours. And Germany it got to is the point, massive. <laughs> I'd had enough, and I actually cried. <laughs> See, there we go. I was looking forward to you joining in on these stories. That's what you're meant to do on foreign countries. You're meant to spend most of your time crying, not knowing what the hell you're doing. <laughs> and then we had to stay and like, I don't even know where we were. It was somewhere like Hanover or something. Oh, I'm so happy this happened I, to you. And we had to sleep on the floor of a station. Oh, My two mates oh. were fast asleep. Fine. Josh will do it. Josh will sort us out if we get into trouble. Yeah, great. Josh is not getting any bloody sleep tonight. <laughs> This is what's meant to happen, Shreve. It's experiences, it's stories. No, 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 no. Next week we'll no, no, be no, no, back no. to you. <laughs> back to you, my friend. Back to, back to me for another memoir from The Leaf Blower. So, uh, back at Motivation Station. Um, <laughs> God, get me off. <laughs> get, get, me, get me off this line. And something that I thought I'd... I'd give a go is because, t- to be fair, I I have needed some motivating this year at times, uh, as you've work. heard. I know, I know. As you've heard, um, I can be a little unreliable, um, and you know, and, and Mum sometimes comes and she tries to just you know get me in action. So what I've done is I've crafted a poem oh. in in the in the style of my mother. Okay, um, let me just say first. My mum's a lovely woman, okay? So this is a little bit exaggerated, yeah? Um, it's not quite how she says stuff, but, you know, it's it's for the purpose of the thing. It's how a mum might, you know, try and you know, get their son really going. That's the disclaimer. Uh, the title of the poem is Get Out of Bed, You Arsehole. <laughs> right. Here we go. Get out of bed, you arsehole. It's quarter past ten, you arsehole. <laughs> What happened to your life goal? Yesterday I paid for that ham roll. At least go next door and do John's hedges. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that's just a little. She'll she'll always because she'll come in. She'll go. She'll she'll give me this whole spiel and she'll just give up on me and go. Oh, just go next door. See if John needs his hedges doing. <laughs> it's just art, you know. So I thought maybe that could motivate some other people out there. Uh, yeah. A poem in the style of my mother. Hopefully your neighbour is called John and his hedges have not been cut <laughs> yeah. for months. Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean, that is the key. If they've been cut, there's nothing for me to do. No. Um, but yeah, there you go. Lovely. <laughs> so it's that time of week again. It's our Wall of Ass. Beautiful harmonising. <laughs> Last week... Yours was uh, TV shows where they've clearly thought of the name oh, before yeah. they've thought of the actual sh- show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you it really, you're, you're not a fan of that. No, I'm not a fan at all. I've, I've got a couple that I found this week actually for you. How would you like the sound of just to two of us? Oh, God. Let, yeah, I can picture it, the exact show. Hate it already. Pointless. Let me let me presume just uh, you know a couple of people getting tattoos. Or... Yeah, I think it was like couples who got tattoos together, probably got rid of them, oh, painted over God. them with a big flower. I don't know. Clear, clearly, you see what I mean. Clearly, they've thought of the show name first. I think Quite it's a relatively good pun. Well, exactly. Yeah, puns are great. Yeah, puns, puns are, are great. great. Puns are great. What about this one? Flirty dancing. Oh my gosh. No, Apparently, I just heard. I heard what this was about. I haven't watched it again. Um, someone they go onto a dance floor and they try to woo each other with their dance moves. Oh my gosh! 
That sounds just horrible. That sounds like the scene from The Inbetweeners. <laughs> That's hideous. That is, again, definitely name first. There's a pattern here, mate. There's a pattern. Wall of Ass actually sounds a bit um, kind of crude and a bit pornographic, really, doesn't it? Like a horrible CD. Playboy calendar. Yeah, CD. <laughs> it is not. It's not. It is the wall where we stick arses, people that have annoyed us, things that have annoyed us, and it's a metaphorical wall, although uh, I'm getting planning permission to erect a wall outside my house, which we can <laughs> pin photos up of these people and kick footballs at them. After we've recently talked about that it could be a seedy wall, please don't say erect <laughs> again. <laughs> It really makes us paints us out in a terrible light. <laughs> um, and I've got another thing that has yeah. ground my gears. So I was doing a little trawl on YouTube the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, just just watching some music videos, doing that thing where you accidentally leave it on and they pop up um, one after the bang, other. Bang bang bang! Yeah. And I ended up on a loop of sort of grime, young rappers from Slough and Harrow. Oh wow! And, um, all these okay, hats off, artists. But there's something that is really annoying me about them. It's the videos they make. And in particular, one part of pretty much every video has to be shot on a football pitch or like a one of those basketball concrete pitches with the cage around them. Yeah. And there's a few things that annoy me about this. One, they've always got a big group of friends around them cheering them on. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Flicking some fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Secondly... (laughs) Do you remember when we used to go up to the park? We could never get on the bloody football pitch. Never. There was always some little brats kicking a football filming, around. Filming their next music videos, usually. <laughs> <laughs> no, why is that a setting for a music video? I mean, it's obviously, if you haven't got the the cash... Yeah, exactly. You've got to go cheap. I mean, you know, trying to... Some of the lads getting down to the park playground. It's quite, it's quite cool, in a way. I never saw that in Chalfont St Giles. I think the most we had to do was sort of scare off... Ten-year-olds off the football pitch. Yeah, so, stop, uh, us n- stop them nicking our ball. Yeah, but no <laughs> rap videos. No I watched one video. the other day, and it starts with a bloke opening his toilet door to his mate who sat on the toilet, and they fist bump. <laughs> what See, is that? That? One, that one sounds quite good. No, I prefer that to the football. That's an inventive. I mean, it's weird, but it's different. Crap music videos on my wall of ass. On the wall of ass. What about you? This has really, really grated me. I'll explain it. And I'll come at it with a title. The takeover of the machines. Okay? You're in an airport. I'm wanting to go and, you know, check in. Yeah? And so you walk up to the desk, check in. No, not as simple as that anymore. I've got to walk to some pissing machine, which I have no idea how to use. So then the bloke who I just wanted to pay for the bloody ticket to get it on the plane has to come and then show me how to use the machine. So it's like an extra middleman that he has to do, which, again, he doesn't really know how to use himself. And then, you know, it takes me half an hour extra to bloody pay for this thing. And the other day, went to Slough Car Park, (laughs) trying to get into London. Not an airport. Not an airport. Slough Car Park, trying to get into London. I can no longer, even like the old ticket machine, you know, put in three quid, press your green button. Or, you know, go and pay a person. People don't break. Machines break. The amount of times I've turned up to a broken machine and there's just nothing I can do. I had to download an app oh, to I've then pay for my parking on the app. And you, you know me. I'm, I'm out of 4G almost 24-7. It always runs out because I've got a terrible contract. That's how it works. So I can't use this app. So I have to then ring a number. Yeah. 
to then pay over some automated bollocks that takes, honestly, it takes me about 10 minutes. I'm watching three trains just drive off that I could have got on. Um, and I have to read out my register. I have to read out all my card details. Absolute embarrassment. The takeover of the machines, mate. What, what happened to just being able to pay a, a person? It's everywhere. It's even self-service at Sainsbury's. Oh, mate, just I tell you me, what, I just can't... Just let me pay. I, I hate it when you have all your items of food and you fancy a beer. You buy a beer. But no, I'm not going to go and do a self-service thing because I know I've got to wait there for Barry to come down to the just queue. Stroll, to just walk slowly press his, down. Press his, press his card onto it and go, oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah, over 18. Yeah, yeah, Bang. Yeah, yeah. Great. I might as well queue up and get it scanned by That's someone. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the person who I was buying off it like buying it off originally now has to come and use the machine i'm doing his job for him i used to tell him plug it into your computer and now he has to come and tell me how to plug it into the computer and he doesn't really know how the bloody computer works it does my head in take over the machines god that is definitely going on the wall of us yeah thank you for listening once again to middlehood and thank you for all your um your lovely feedback that we've got it's been yeah it's been surprising yeah very considering surprising. our podcast is basically us moaning and being horrendously yeah. negative and not doing anything with our lives at all no but it... yeah it's been very very nice thank you to all of you if you do want to find us on any of your social media channels that you cool young hip kids use on your commute into work yeah and sitting at home doing nothing yeah uh we're at Middlehood. Oh, I'm going to stop that accent now. We're at Middlehood Pod <laughs> on on Instagram and Twitter, and, Twitter. and listen to us on SoundCloud and the Apple Apps Podcast. Happy thing. Happy thing. Yeah. We'll never get the hang of that. No.